Hello again, my name is Andrew Wetzel. Welcome to another real estate podcast. I'm a full-time agent with Long & Foster. I'm also a realtor, an associate broker, an ethics instructor, co-chair professional standards at Tri-County Suburban Realtors, and a mediator. I've been moving sellers and buyers since 1996. Thank you, as always, for taking the time to listen. Today's topic, when should you reduce your asking price? That depends. Depends on what? There are several things to consider. Let me discuss two. First, pricing is an art and not a science. No matter what data and information went into determining your asking price, the price is an educated guess at best. Is it realistic or is it hopeful? If there is little or no information to rely on, it might just be a shot in the dark. Either way, what would convince you to consider lowering it? Some sellers think a reduction is the same as a loss when it might well be the difference between selling or not. I suggest that a seller give this some thought at the beginning of the marketing process. Their thinking may change, but waiting to consider how to react to the market when a house is on the market can be stressful and cause a seller to miss a great opportunity. Some sellers measure their success by showings. However, a lack of showings may be the result of poor or ineffective marketing. What about a house that gets many showings but no offers? That is likely a price problem as it suggests that buyers found more for the same price or they found what you offered for a lower price. Second, a listing agent needs to have a discussion about pricing. The points already mentioned would make a great conversation. In addition, a market analysis will provide historic information as well as some insight into what's happening now, both of which have a degree of subjectivity and built-in error. As part of looking at the market and evaluating what the owner is selling, a listing agent needs to know their seller client's motivation. Is it time or is it money? If a seller is committed to selling sooner rather than later, a price reduction will be more likely to be considered. Of course, in that instance, an asking price might have been aggressive at the start. If it works, great. If not, some sellers will think they've already agreed to accept less than the market value. If they prioritize the amount they receive, they may be reluctant to reduce it all, and if they agree, it could take time. Again, having this discussion early will save time later and may prevent problems. Historic sales are just that. Depending on the time frame you use, they may cross months, seasons, and even years. Even if a property settled yesterday, when was the offer made and negotiated? It could be weeks or months old and not indicative of the current market. A look at the pricing for houses under contract while not providing the number the seller accepted and not being subject to an appraisal will at least tell you what one buyer found compelling enough to consider buying. You may see a trend higher than or lower than the settled pricing. Of course, any agreed upon price could be quite different from the then current asking price and you won't know that until after settlement. 
depending on the market, I believe that when a new listing hits the active market, it has its greatest chance of attracting interest as there may be more prospects looking then than will enter the market in the next few weeks. It's been my experience that new listings can and should get a flurry of activity quickly and then if activity or interest has been lacking, the seller has a decision to make. Generally speaking, activity drops as the supply of buyers reforms, meaning new buyers come on the market, sales fall through, or buyers have shopped and are ready to make an offer. Many think you should give a house a week or two to gain maximum exposure to attract most of the buyers. That certainly makes some sense. After all, if you're satisfied with the marketing, meaning that agents and buyers will be able to find your property in their search results, a lack of activity generally means that buyers are not interested or that they're simply more interested in other properties. Again, activity is a poor measure if an owner wants to sell. Showing your house to an endless parade of lookers gets old really fast. If buyers can find houses similar to yours for a lower price, you either need to meet the competition or wait until the competition's been sold. If they can find houses priced like yours that offer them more, assuming you will not make improvements, you need to reprice to offset what you do not have. Some sellers will consider making upgrades, but that's risky and most likely will cost you more than the upgrades are worth. The bottom line is that pricing is a tool. It's used to connect buyers to properties. It's one of the four aspects of marketing. However, real estate is not retail. The price is generally considered negotiable. That could be up, that could be down. The market helps determine whether the asking price is a floor or a ceiling. Ideally, a price should take into account your location, the features, and the condition of your house while being competitive with other properties. Owners determine their asking price and buyers determine the value. If you believe that the price is the reason people aren't coming or aren't making offers, you can reposition your house with similar competition. The real question is how much do you reduce? If you're getting showings but not getting any offers or only getting low offers, the situation may not be as dire and perhaps your agent can contact the buyer agents who have visited to see if there's a price that would work. Of course, a good buyer agent should have initiated contact if their client has interest but not at your asking price. A good listing agent won't wait to see if you get any feedback. I believe that your first price reduction should be substantial and that you need to review the competition, stay engaged as the market changes, and select a price that makes sense from a competitive standpoint and from a technology standpoint. When I mention the term technology standpoint, what I mean is that in, in the old days, prices always seemed to end in 900 or 999 or, or something cute like that. Today, I strongly believe in round pricing. For example, Instead of pricing your house $399.9, price it at $400. The reason being is that it will come out in search results up to $400,000 as well as in search results starting at $400,000. If you price it at $399 and it's competitively priced, anybody looking at $400 and up may not know your house is on the market. 
Of course, at $399.9, if your house is really overpriced, it doesn't matter. Some houses need more than one reduction, either because a house is simply priced too high, even after being reduced, or because the market changes. When you pick your price, you pick your competition. There's no magic to it. A reduction either changes your luck or it doesn't and needs to be looked at again. Thank you as always for listening, and please remember, there's no time for inexperience, empty promises, or false expectations. Hire wisely. We are not all the same.